Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. All right. All right. Oh, all right. It's going. Okay. Wow. Welcome back, guys, to another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. You know what's sad? I haven't recorded it so long, I almost forgot how to begin my intro that is so devastating i am embarrassed but it's good to be back it's good to be back i've had to like really balance out just like work my child um life you know events so many things and and it's not that anything takes a a back seat it's more like which is the best way i could balance this out for me so this is why i've been you know taking it easy here on the pod but it's still very much so alive so it's good to be back and today we have a returning guest i am excited to have first of all he's not just a guest he's my friend so let me just clear that up we we go way back okay so let me just clear that shit up that's a friend right there very long (laughs) i started at that school when i was 17 i am 37 that's a long time. Yes, that is a, that. Yeah, that's that's a little bit. It's a little bit of a right. That's double journey. That, I mean, I don't feel that you know to that extent. I feel great. I don't. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel fantastic. Um, <laughs> I mean, with some people, they'll say as far as like, yo, you don't look, how, you don't look the age that you tell me, but um, mm. which is good. But when you get that knee pain though, oh yeah, okay. So I have knee pain. I do. You know why, though? Because I thought I was hot shit and I could wear four inch heels for a long, long time. And then I thought I could drop it like it was hot. And now today. Yeah. 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 And now it's like, no, Daisy, you got to take it. Just just take it easy. I am proud of myself, though. Mm -hmm. I'm back in training with Rick and I was able to deadlift heavy. Oh, I haven't up. done that in a long time. So I was very proud of myself. Yes, that is definitely like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm back on it. I'm getting back on it. So I, I'm excited for that. But um, we have here returning guest of my good friend, Chris. Chris, welcome back to Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. Well, thank you for having me again y'all on here. The crowd is clapping. All right. So we have a lot to talk about today. First of all, we have been talking about you coming back for, what is it, like two months or more? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's like quite some time. And of course, I always say timing is everything. There's always alignment in when I'm able to have um, anyone come on the show, whether we've been talking back and forth about returning or things like that. And lo and behold, this is like the time for it to happen. So yeah. everything all in its due course and time. So as always, I don't know if you remember, but here on the show, we definitely always open up with a raw mess of the week. And this is usually something that may be relevant to what we're going to talk about. Um, or, you know, just hot off the press, something that I happen to see online that I definitely, you know, just want to keep it a little messy for entertainment purposes, but also because there's messaging behind it. And so in the spirit of Lord, help me with what I'm about to say in the spirit of acting, right? Carly Russell, have you heard about that story? Yes. Um, (laughs) Okay. I have. Okay. 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 See, I'm I'm not going to go about 
bashing another black woman on on ever on, ever on media. I'm not gonna do that. Um, so yeah. I will say this now: was she wrong? What she did? Oh hell yeah! Um, but you know there are other there are other black and brown women who are out there who are actually being right. trafficked, who are actually they have right. not come home and have not been right. found, and I feel that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But as far as with Carly, that was it was shameful on her to do something like that. That's yeah. No. As someone who works in healthcare, okay, and and I'm not I'm not throwing it out there as an excuse, okay. Mm-hmm. But I do I have seen so much from a healthcare perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see um anyone really um creating a story in their mind mm-hmm. or acting it out, mm-hmm. right, to make it believable. I'm always going to question if there is a health component there always. Right. And so while I am not crazy about what she did to your point and everything you just shared, right. I agree with that 100%. I am still going to have a little bit of a concern for her because a lot of people are scrutinizing her for acting this out for creating this staging this or whatever. Right. But there's something deeper there. And it's not, again, it's not to excuse her, right? There's yeah. there's this part of me that is always going to have a little bit of empathy and compassion, okay? Always. I'm always going to have that. We grew up in New York City. For many, many years, we've seen many young girls and now today young men just disappearing, right? And nine times out of ten, authorities assume, well, they probably just ran away. And sometimes that is the case for whatever the reason may be. Right. And if we're going to highlight it, that it could be for attention. Well, we give a lot of grace to a lot of these teens and say, well, maybe they need therapy. Maybe they need help. Maybe they need to talk to someone. Maybe something's going on at home. So for whatever the reason may be, in her case, there was rumors and speculations that it had to do with her boyfriend, whatever that may be. I do still have a little bit of sense of empathy and compassion in this case. And it has triggered me a little bit to see so many just gear the whole Oh, she, you know, what an actress or to create such a story. We have to ask ourselves what's going on in there. We, yeah. we just have to, we have to do that. And the reason why I wanted to make a raw mess of the week is just because the whole story is just such a mess. The way it has all unfolded, yeah. right? Everything, just the, the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we still have to express some form of compassion and get yeah. to the bottom of why. Right. Why did she do this? Right. Where did this come from? What type of support? does she need it does not mean she should not be held responsible that's not what i'm saying just let's have a little bit of compassion and empathy with all due respect there are other instances and other cases some with public figures some with not that get off the hook in many different ways for committing many different crimes if they have the right amount of money and the right amount of daddy behind them okay so just putting it out there but let's just have a little bit of compassion just just a little bit let's just try and see if maybe we could hear from her eventually and just get to the bottom what is it that really happened that this was her best way and approach and idea Mm -hmm. to whatever her situation is that's my mess here sorry i'm always gonna put my career at the forefront i'm always going to have that because that is something i am very passionate about and i think it's a touch society tends to miss sometimes just a little bit yeah 
us a little bit. So I'm glad you opened up exactly the way you did. Because that's exactly how I wanted to attract the raw mess of the week and just yeah. hit it off with that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go into be as raw as it gets. Now giving it a closer look, right? Because that's 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 the thing. Like in the last two weeks, everybody's like just deep diving and giving things a closer look. I want to highlight a little bit of what you've been up to. The last time you were here, we definitely dived into your career and just, you know, what that looked like even just growing up and your yeah. passion. And you gave us a little insight on your background, your mom, your grandma, which, you know, it's just so it's such a beautiful thing for you to share so much here on this platform. But now, today, you are post-grad. You are married, right? Um, there, There's new milestones that have come into play and, and where your career is and your pathway right now. And I wanted to know, how does that look like with you balancing life and just managing all of that at this moment? Um, <clears throat> well, one, as far as it's great that I have support with it. Um, and um, yeah, with, with, with the wife, she just wants to see me win out here. So that's good. So, and, and so as for an artist that that's what you need, because I know there's a lot yeah. of people that, that don't have that support. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. I know mm-hmm. with, um, with, like I said, with everything going on, I know as far as we'll get to that in a minute, but, uh, yeah, yeah like it's like, um, right now, like usually around the summertime, it kind of slows down industry wise. Theater still, okay. still goes on, but, um, yeah. like film and TV, they usually slow down. So it won't pick up until about, I, th- I would say about three or four weeks from now. Okay. Like going into as far as into the fall when everybody's about to go back to school fashion week so that's when everything starts picking up again um but yeah even with that i just try to manage it the best way i can it's just it's more it's it'll be it'll be easy some days and then other days it'll be like oh god i got like three auditions to sell tape for um Mm. i gotta cook for that i gotta (laughs) make sure the wife is good i gotta cook for her and uh, for us um she might be going through something. I got to deal with that. So it's just like, yeah. it's, it depends on the day. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, like I said, it's good when you have that support. So that, cause that's pretty much where it starts from. So, yeah. and, you know, trying to balance within me trying to, you know, with my survival job and her and then my careers and then my own time. So it's four things. Yeah. So, you know, because so you don't want to, you don't want to strangle her. You don't, you don't want her to strangle you. So yeah. <laughs> so and I'm praying. So I love. So I, over the years, it's like I've grown. I've grown my time. Don't start this, Daisy. Um. So. Um. I fell away so, about Aquarius, y'all. <laughs> don't start this, man. I'm not. Um, I'm not. That's not the topic of conversation today. But um, it's just a matter of just you know just juggling it all and yeah and especially with that downtime is needed so i can actually you know reset relax and just you know yeah me for 100 percent. you know one of the things that i i want to be again in the spirit of acting you are an actor you've mm-hmm. done theater tv mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um am i missing what else Let's go, let's it. just drop all. No, that's that's it. It. We're good. Okay, because well, we're about to drop all credentials here. Over yet? Like, I'll, I want to do that, but um, but okay. yeah, but um, I haven't. That's the only part I haven't done yet is voiceover. Okay, and so um, 
when it comes so for one congratulations because i know you had a whole you had days of performances recently yeah. right and a couple yes you did a fantastic job on that i saw some of the clips i really tried to my best to make it out there but of course healthcare happens and they were like drowning me i'm actually drowning right now but it's okay that'll be for another time yeah. um <laughs> it is what it is it's the season for me so you know it is what it is um and you did go um abroad right yes um Right. So tell me a little bit about that, because that's definitely one thing for me. I not that I love it, but I love to hear how the balancing life looks like, especially when it comes to partnership and and when one person has to go away when it is work related or or school or anything like that. Tell me a little bit of how that looked like for you. So, well, to start to begin that I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to study in England. So Mm -hmm. and there were all always heard about the year programs though so and it was called a fulbright so you'll be a fulbright scholar you have to actually write an essay and i think it's i forgot it's like certain rounds i don't know if it's two or three where Mm -hmm. they um where you get interviewed they look at your essay and some other stuff happens so and if you get accepted you're you're pretty much an ambassador for your country into the other country right so and you're going for a year so I presented that to my wife. My, my wife was like, acting like she don't got a name. Like I, I presented it to Bryce. And um, <laughs> as far as um, that, she, you know, how do you feel about that? She was just like, no. I was just like, well, I got, I got to think of plan B. So um, my mm-hmm. boy who, who, graduated, who was about to graduate for the program at that time last year in 2022, he, mm-hmm. um, he was telling me about a program called BADA. Okay. So it's the British American Drama Academy and they study in Oxford University. So, okay. and we're like in modeling college. Yeah. So, and this is the same program that Chadwick went to. Oh, I love so it. Chadwick went there. Ruth Nega went there. Paul Rudd went there. David Schwimmer mm-hmm. went there. Um, if you're familiar with The Walking Dead, with I think the 10th or 11th season, the one that played mm-hmm. Mercer, he went there. He's actually a friend of mine. He went there. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. He, um, who else? Meryl Streep's daughter. Um, okay. I think Brian Cox's son went there. Brian Cox is actually an ambassador for them, too. Um, yeah. So okay. there's a lot of people okay. that went that you've seen and know on screen. So Yeah. And um, so when he told me about that, I was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. And, and is that Oxford? Hell yeah. So. Yeah. I had to do like um what is what is called the temporary monologue, which is pretty much pieces from like nineteen fifty and, and up, nineteen fifty to present. Okay. okay. So and I had to do a Shakespeare piece. And I've never done Shakespeare only but once prior. Oh wow. So I did something from Othello. Um I just thought like I I had people to help me. I had my friend Susie who is a beast in Shakespeare. She was in my my, my um my class. So I asked her, like, you know, what Shakespeare monologue would I go to? She get be good with or be good to, uh, you know, to audition for it. And she yeah. gave me Othello. And then I went with one of the pieces I already prepared as well. So went and auditioned, and I was like, all right, see how this goes. And then I then I found out two weeks later I got in. That's amazing. So, that is amazing. How long was this program? It was for a month. Okay. So, this was doable for price. Yeah, that was doable. <laughs> So, and how this happened? So we got married on June twenty fourth. So we just celebrated mm-hmm. a year. So 
Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yes, that's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a blessing. Thank you, thank you. So so literally I got married June twenty fourth. I was on the plane to England July seventh. Oh my god. So two weeks. <laughs> two weeks I was out for a oh. month. I went in, and this is the first time I was like ever by myself in yeah. another country. So I was just like, okay, this is going to be an experience. So, yeah. And um, met someone there who's also Guyanese. She got married the same day I did. Oh. She lives not not that far from me. Amazing. Um, yeah. Amazing. See alignment. Yeah. That's what was that. That was it. That was meant. Yeah. Even from a supportive standpoint, right? Yeah. To know that there's someone who can relate um, to you in so many ways. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for that one month, and, and listen, ladies and gentlemen, y'all going to be like, oh, it's just a month. No, I don't want to hear. Yeah. First of all, you're newlyweds. Okay. That's that's something different. Yeah. It's completely different. It's still supposed to be, you know, the the, the extra dose of honeymoon, you yeah. know. It, it, it's your pure bliss, and I'm sure you still were, but such a distance, different time zones. Am I correct? So, like, yeah, England is five hours ahead. So right now it would be 2.30. No, 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 I'm sorry. It would be one 1.30 over there. 1.30, yeah. And France yeah. is so like, seven, no, six. Italy is seven and so on and so forth. Yeah, like it's a, it's a lot of a difference. It could definitely impact. I won't immediately say it could take a toll because, you know, everybody handles and manages things differently, but it can impact plenty, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so knowing already, you know, considering what industry you are in, right? right? There is a lot of support that comes in that, but then here comes a program, such a great opportunity. And then there's distance. How was it from her end? Did she ever share anything with you on what that was like for her also? Oh, no. She was um, like, you better fucking go. Like, <laughs> she, she, she was just like, like, I literally, when I got the acceptance letter, because I was like, uh-huh. I was having like a little bit of shell shocking at the same time, you know, the imposter syndrome was like, nah, I don't deserve, I'm not going to go. She'd be like, she was like, Chris, you're going, right? I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. So, and yeah. she's like, all right, so pay your entry fee, get that done. But um, yeah. she was gonna miss me. But at the same time, she she wanted she wanted me to to take take advantage of the opportunity. So, absolutely. You mentioned imposter syndrome. No, me, meaning as far as like you know how you feel you don't deserve it. Um, right. Like you still you still feel that some like um, yes and no. But okay. more okay. so. But more so. More so. I was like, nah, I deserve this. After a while, when I Good. got there, yeah. I was like, nah, I got I deserve this. Nah. Yes. 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 I yeah. I was just about to say, ah, Chris, I was, I, no. I was speaking about I was speaking about this for a minute. I was like I was talking yeah. about it for a while. I was like I, if, you know, if I ever got the chance to be trained in England, I would go. Opportunity presented itself. So yeah. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. I love it. I love it. How does compromise look um when it comes to that? Because I know she said you better go, right? Mm-hmm. But even compromise, the compromising piece of it, like what does that mean? There was only two weeks until from the marriage point to leaving. Was there planning in between that? Like, what was the compromising or agreements of what that was going to look like and planning ahead? Or was there any at all? Um, She's going to probably kill me if she heard, if she heard me say this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I would like, because I'm leaning towards, I don't think we had any planning as far as that. So okay. originally it was going to be, when I was done with the program, she was going to go over there and see me. Okay. 
and because and but she had something to do with her mom because her mom's 70 okay. so she had to plan that so it didn't, oh. didn't happen but um yeah. but i made sure you know i brought stuff over i brought her a dress from over there okay okay so made sure you know at least i was bringing stuff that i was with i was in hand i was brought i brought stuff in hand so. Yep, yep, yeah. It's important. That's part of the compromise, ladies and gentlemen. That's my ass. No, no, no. Listen, if if no. if one of us can't make it, you better bring me something. I'm definitely that person. Right. I, I'm that person. So right. I always like to hear what does compromise look like. You know, oftentimes when we think of couples, right, and and you're always thinking about routine and schedule, and oh, he has a nine to five, or I have like a you know seven to three, or sometimes it's a three to eleven. But with you in particular, there is a bit of a difference, right? In what her schedule may look like yeah. versus for you, right. right? It's two different industries. And so I always like to highlight what does compromise look like um, for two people who industries are very, very different and unique in their own way. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to get a little deeper here mm-hmm. um, and, and go into the double or nothing. Because speaking of what that experience was for you, and then you come back, right? And so, you know, we're, we're getting ready to, you know, get back in the game, right? And here we are today, okay? And I always say alignment here, y'all, because of what we're going to talk about today, too. And, and what I do believe is important to highlight. Yeah. Um, for one, because you you directly are my friend. And two, there's so many people just in this world that if it wasn't for their talents, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that right now because I don't got talents like that. But if it wasn't for their talents, we wouldn't have a way to some some way somehow unwind. We wouldn't have a way to some way somehow live vicariously through a story. Yeah. Or for me, being able to, and I am a fan of Broadway and off-Broadway shows. I am a fan. I have been taking my son to shows for for as long as he could sit his ass down and not move until intermission okay and that was something that was so important to me with my kid i i i believe i said this last time if i haven't i'll share it again i was part of the theater development fund in high school so we did a lot of writing and that was my first exposure and experience to Broadway and off-Broadway shows. And so there's so much art in that. There's so much talent and passion in that. And we would not be doing right for me personally. When I come home, one of the first things I want to do is sit down, forget about all the responsibilities, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about my meditation or any type of working out or stretching or having my family time during dinner. I mean, sometimes I just want to sit there and tune in to something. Sometimes on a Sunday, I want to be able to say to my kid, you know what? What these tickets, let's go. We're going to go see this. We're going to have a day out. We're going to we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We go see a show on theater. And I wish there was a lot more importance to this because it's like you're living on stage when you see everyone doing the work, when you see everyone performing. Mm-hmm. The latest musical we saw was Michael Jackson. And my my son, he he knew who Michael Jackson was. When did you guys see this? But one? it um April. We went in April. Was Miles still performing or no? Yes, I okay. believe so. I think it was still Miles. And when we went, first of all, that is the first thing my son loved. Okay. He was like, wow, he is amazing. The next thing was, it was because of theater. It was because of stage. It's because of 
the amazing acting that was done, right? The talent that all of a sudden my kid came home and downloaded every single possible song of Michael Jackson and started listening and, and started wanting to learn about his story and learn everything that he can. And what that taught me was, first of all, our youth misses out on a lot of things, but there's so much you can really learn through the arts. And second of all, it, it's, it was just by far, I cried watching that show. I, I, I was just so moved. Um, right now the screen actors guild in American Federation of television and radio. I said it right. Artists. Okay. I see. I was, I think I was almost there. I think I was almost there. Right. Right. Okay. Um, they are on strike. Okay. Um, they have joined in with, uh, let me see if I remember. Don't, don't judge me. Writers guild of America. WGA, WGA. Okay, yes. Um, and they want better pay, security. Um, they want to be able to address any form of disparities, unfairness. Um, people are not getting paid. They're not getting paid what they deserve, right? When you say I deserve this, there are plenty of people who deserve, and they are not seeing what they deserve. Yep. What is your take on this? You are in this industry. Like, well, how do you feel about this? What, 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 do you, what do you think is ultimately going to be the resolution or, or, or end result? I don't know. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, yeah. Because the corporations, because uh, there was a statement that they said, I'm pretty sure you heard this, um, and mm-hmm. one's listening, where they were saying that they're going to wait for the writers talking about the writers first that for them to go broke and lose their houses in their in their apartments and i was just like that's okay you can okay that's evil yeah to say and um and what and what i don't get as far as like with them like how long do you think you can keep calling their bluff because prime time is the prime season is about to come soon pilot season is about to come soon right it's actually almost about to start what are you mm-hmm. going to do when you don't have your lineup for fall? I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. There's already reruns they... going on for the Tonight Show. The Tonight Show. Yeah, I know. Abbott Elementary had to be cut short. Um, I think Ted Lasso had to be cut short. That like, was affected because of it, and they finished yeah. the third season. Um, yeah. There's like movies being pushed back. Deadpool 2 and, and Solidarity with the, with the actors and writers. Um, yeah. House of Dragon, they said they're still doing for 2025, but I still feel it's going to get pushed back. Um, yeah, okay. What else? Last of Us Season 2 is going to get pushed back. Um, Stranger Things Season like season 5 pushed back. Yeah. There's yeah. a whole bunch show. of stuff that's affected. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know how long you can continue to call that because of the right, the actors, and you need actors and writers, and then the whole thing with AI, they're trying to like implement that where they don't need actors and um and writers i'm like how are you gonna you can't make a computer feel right thank you thank you, you. you can't make a computer feel you can't make a computer yeah. write as far as what their feelings are on, on paper you cannot make it make a computer emote you cannot make you can't make them as far as like tell a story you can't make them do that and they've right. already tried right. it with cgi when they take someone's likeness and put it on screen anyway look at harrison ford he looked a lot younger than he, he looked he looked like he did in the early, like late 70s in dial of destiny i know i didn't see it by the way i, I heard like the movie it. was crap but um but, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but um but 
Yeah, man. I mean, just pay the writers and actors what they what they deserve, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And um, and then you hear stories about one of the dudes on the Bear, where he wrote, mm. he was one of the writers on it. He didn't get paid not mil. Nothing. And then I yeah, heard it was a I story. Know. I don't know if this. I don't know if this is a rumor or if this is fact. But someone on She Hulk, where no. where he or she or they got paid a certain amount of money, and they're supposed to get residuals off of it. And I don't know if they either they got they didn't get anything or they got like more than fifty percent less of what they would normally get in residuals. What? So it's like no. That has to change. Yeah. No, I listen. Um, Giovanni Samuels, she actually posted one viral today, earlier today. She is an American actress, voice artist. She has done this in Disney, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She's a regular on all that. I don't know if you remember that show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not She was actually... Yeah, she was actually uh Freedom I know listen, that's the yeah. I love that show. Um she was on Freedom Writers too. Um oh, nice. and yes, and she I was so heartbroken because she said I've exhausted my savings. We just survived a pandemic. Like I need to eat and and she's over residuals also. Um there's so much sorrow and pain in how she expressed what her struggle is right now. You know, we have people who, if it wasn't for their talents and their, their expertise, because I, I don't believe certain things could be the same if someone else would have done it. Okay. Um, we were entertained for years. We, we were entertained for years, years tuning in every single week because of the talents, because of what was being written, because of the scripts, because of all the good stuff that was happening on these shows. And if it wasn't for them, you would have never had the type of viewership that you did, right? You would have never had the type of success that was had um, on your platform, on your show, on your production. And it it, it saddens me. You know, one thing I've learned also um, in recent years um, when you think of the Grammys, the songwriter, sure, they get recognized, right? But the songwriter gets paid on that one-time moment just for the writing. And yes, they could win the Grammy, but as far as the years to come, and, I think they get you royalties know, off of that, though. I think- well, I've actually heard um, conflicting stories really? in some cases. Yes, I've okay. heard conflicting stories in some cases where it's like, Mm-mm, no, no, no. It's it's like you write the song, and if it's go- if it's successful, great, you get paid. If it's not, then you just don't. And yeah, there there's like there's a lot of conflict in that too. Um, so I know even from the music industry standpoint, there's a lot that's being fought for also. And again, it's artists again we're talking about art we're talking about talents that not everyone has and people are not being recognized nor are they being compensated for what is right and for the work that they're putting into um people like us to be able to enjoy a song or to be able to enjoy a show or to be able to enjoy anything at that you know um let's not go too far i do work in healthcare. I'm sure it's been heard of, right? We we every every time we have to renew contracts with our healthcare providers, um, there's always the chance that if we do not meet the needs of the people who are at that bedside, 
and they go on strike, we're in trouble. We are in trouble. We need to be able to support the work that is being done. You know, um, I think I just heard on the news also, uh, maybe like yesterday or something. Let's let's make it even easier, guys. Okay, it is the summertime. One thing that pisses me off is when I see all these delivery guys with their doors open because there's no AC in their trucks. You have, I think, UPS it is right now who's threatening to go on a strike too. Why? Because yeah. they are working under terrible conditions. Still, yep. they there are people driving in this heat right? Doing a job. This is why our packages get lost. Okay. Um, they're angry. You're not giving them air conditioners. You're not giving them suitable work, um, space for them to be able to do what they have to do. So people are going to stand up and they're going to protest and they're going to strike. Right. And I think, um, these voices need to be heard amplify them, help to amplify them, right. Continue to support them in every which way we can, because it's not fair. It makes me extremely sad to realize who it is that has impacted the shows that I love and that they are struggling as much as they are. It's really heartbreaking. Um, and it brought me so much sadness to see her video. It's gone viral. Um, I may even include it in the link of the show notes um, for when this um, episode does drop, which is not going to be too far out from this most recent news. Um, but it is something that we need to pay attention to. We need to be aware of. Um for you in particular, when you think of, you know, what this looks like for you right now, what does plan B look like for you at this moment? Um, you know, what, what does it look like as far as still living in your moment and continuing in your career, but then also see what the reality is right now. Right. I mean, this is what I went to go to grad school for. So this is, this is pretty much the only plan, but, um, the plan B Normally, when you go after stuff like this and you want to see it happen so bad, there's really no plan B. And I know for some people, yeah. that's like, oh, you're silly or you're being reckless. And I'm like, well, what did you go for? I mean, yeah, there was there were things you wanted to people that went into trades as far as like you saw it as that. That was your that was like, nah, this is going to make this work. I'm going to make it happen. And and people have gotten in. Some people haven't. But the person, the people that have gotten in, you went after something you wanted. Now. Right. For me, um, I know there's some people that consider the arts not a real job, and fuck y'all. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm just like, nah, because for those people that feel that although the arts is not a real job, you would not be in the industries that you're in if it wasn't for creativity, period. Amen like, to that. So you have to create, you like... HR people, they have to create jobs. That takes a level of that. That takes, that takes a level of precision and creativity in order to say what they want, what they need. That is that mm-hmm. too. Then you have to architects. They architects. They have to create buildings, right? That's creativity. Yeah. As yeah. far as like with mathematics, was was a creativity. As far as like science, science is creativity too. So it's just like it, mm-hmm. it's is I I don't. I don't understand people who actually don't really consider being an actor or a musician or or um, a painter, like a real job. Yes, is yes is not the norm. Yes, is is a way more or less traveled road. Yes, it is without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, there's gonna be days you eat. There's gonna be days you go starving. That happens. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, as far as like the you know, if you're brave enough to actually pursue art, you like you deserve all the support in the world. Seriously, and Absolutely. plus, and plus, as far as like with that. When you do make it big, people will be like, oh, I knew that person when, when he was like doing this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, 
You just told me to actually go focus on something else. Get right. 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 Can I just add something to that? Because um, I've been having this conversation recently and I'm glad you're saying about the creativity piece, right? Anyone can go up to the front of a classroom and talk, mm-hmm. but not everybody could deliver a message or make an impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could go up to that stage, right? Anybody could think they could just go on the stage, repeat a few lines. That doesn't mean you're going to impact the audience. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're going to deliver that script the way you the other person can right Mm -hmm. there is so much that is involved with passion i recently had to curate and um run a whole show on training right and it was a full day's work right and at the end of it all and it included being you know of course the knowledgeable pieces you know the must inform um pieces and the segments and the topics but then came being creative with how we present things you know the videos we're showing them well let's be creative for how we're going to challenge them right because we want to make sure we're being intentional with our messaging here right how do i deliver a message without it being so obvious right and at the end of it all I had two of my leadership approach me and say, Daisy, you're really passionate about this. We can see it in your face, the way you handled this, the way you did all of it. And what is interesting, there is so much on the responsibility that I have in my job that the obvious is there of what I do on a day to day, right? We understand processes. We understand forms. We understand so much, but it took the creative side of me for them to see that passion of my me being in this industry it it took that part you know for them to see you're you love this you're very intentional with this like we would have never thought in doing this activity how you deliver that message Mm -hmm. and it's and it's like you know what that's the part that i didn't learn in my bachelor's that's the part i didn't learn in my grad that was work work from paying attention to everyone else you know, in, in corporate, let's not go so far. There's our key, our key component in training people is off stage, on stage. Let's not go so far. That is exactly what we say. You know, when it comes to your customer service, you have bad days, but I better put on that damn smile every single day. Cause I'm on stage when I clock in, mm-hmm. you know, that is how it is when we want to run a business or in some cases you run a show, not everybody has good days, but you have to deliver. You know, when you all are performing, you're coming on stage, you have a whole room of an audience waiting to see a great show. And not everybody has been at their best. Maybe some is not feeling well or whatever or what have you. Right. Because everyone is human. And I I, I would really hope um, that society can understand just how much really goes into the creative side of things learning with what works and what doesn't and being able to expand on our own talents right being honest with ourselves of what our talents look like um i I appreciate you bringing up you know other type of roles when it comes to art and creativity i i want to give a shout out to him on this um my grandfather um you know my man my man used to, I call him my man, God rest his soul. He came to this country and one way or another, he figured out like how else he could hustle, right? And he did, we used to call him Papi Taxi because he would do taxi in his car, right? He would taxi out like a gypsy cab. Um, but my man had a closet in in the one, two, three, three bedroom apartment he had with my grandma, right? And in that closet, he kept it with a lock. 
And our locks, our apartment locks in New York City, they were not by like the landlord. My grandfather was a locksmith and he created our own locks. He would he would do this. And in this little closet, he had the equipment to make locks. Like he he would he figured it out. He figured it out how in his three bedroom apartment he had all his instruments in one room because he was still a musician. He would carry around his guitar wherever someone wanted him to sing or or to play his guitar in our Ecuadorian community, right? Mm. Or he had his car outside to be a cab driver, or he had a little closet where he still did the job of a locksmith. And this is stuff, creativity and skills and talent that he brought with him when he came to this country. Instead of just going and just getting a job. You get what I'm saying? And so for me, that's about the hustle. And that's what this fight is really about. It's about a different type of a hustle that not all of us can understand. um, Much less even do. I'll be the first one to say it. The most you're ever going to hear me sing is in the shower. And that is about it. Or at karaoke. Um, Because I cannot sing for shit. Worst act. But it is what it is. Um, So thank you for shining light on this. I definitely wanted to tackle it. And be able to highlight it. I have one more question for you. When it comes to the double or nothing. And what is going on right now. Um, In a perfect world. um, Do you believe. Because right now there's a little bit of controversy with this. Do you believe that. Right now, there is enough support for those that are standing up and 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 speaking out. Do you find that there is enough support even in the industry within itself? Um, yeah. Um, I think there's been there's been a good amount of. I saw Sean Gunn on the um, picket lines with with people. I've seen um, who else has been out there? Oh my God! I think um, what's her name? She was on SNL. Tall black woman. Leslie um, Jones. Mm, she mm-hmm, was there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bunch of people. I, I even heard um, The Rock made a made a yes. um, big donation to the sag after Foundation. I was like... Yes, Word? I did hear about that too. Yes. So I was like... Yes. So yeah, it's uh, so I, I can... I see there is um, some... Um, there's some um, support as far as like, especially mm-hmm. from the, the top tier, like the, the upper echelon of actors. So, and, and I think a lot of people always think about as far as like, Oh, actors make so much money and stuff like that. And why are they crying? I'm like, you're only talking about the one to 3%. Mm. That's what mm. you're talking Talk. about. Right. There's mm. 160,000 members of SAG and AFTRA. I'm one of them. So mm. it's like, so you think about as far as like the top tier, you have the Rocks, you have the Viola Davises, Samuel Jacksons, the Denzels, the Meryl Streeps, all those within that, and there's a lot of them within that one to three percent, but that make a certain amount of money, and then there's everybody else. Mm. <laughs> so it's a lot of people, man, on the yeah. everybody else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a reality when you hit them with the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Yeah. So, and then I think someone, I think one of the the SAG, um, this the the VP, the vice president of, of SAG LA, I forgot her name already. Oh my god. Um, she um, she actually just went on and said, as far as where we have to, where and actually no, this is known where you have to make at least twenty six thousand to actually move for health insurance. You have to make you have to make that much to qualify for health insurance within SAG. Mm. So and. And with the amount of money that's being paid for roles as is, that's not enough. Right, right. Can I just, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, 
I, I was only talking about people being able to eat. Don't even get me started on healthcare and yeah. what insurance looks like and, and what it looks like to not have insurance. We have, I, I'm at the front line right now in healthcare when it comes to our communities, right? And the underserved. But when you think of a group of people who are doing what, who are working, and I mean working, mm-hmm. for them to not have a benefit like this, yep. it's, it's even more heartbreaking. Uh, you know, when you're in the industry, you see these numbers of what it costs to stay well, to, to just stay well, you know, and I mean, just, just doing your key, you know, your key visits. Okay. Like, let's not even talk about if you're diagnosed with something, if you need to continue treatment or things like that, like those numbers are ridiculously scary. And there are so many who do not have a single dollar of coverage. Yeah. And that is scary to me. That That's very scary to me. So imagine to the person who's living through that. Um, it, it, I, I don't know what that life would be like. And that's where this is important. Um, I'm glad you mentioned about The Rock. There is ways to donate. There is ways to um, support. Um, and, and I really want to continue amplifying that here. Um, my mom always said, you, you know, that your right hand, your right hand should not know what your left hand does and vice versa. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and boast about, you know, what we donate to, but I will say, um, when you do have, you should pay it forward and you should be able to donate, um, for many causes. Uh, it, it, Every penny counts. And and when you have more and more people doing it, it will add up. Um, and so just remember that we could probably even kind of um, link it to the show notes, a direct link for people to do their research and look into it and see how they could continue to help. Um, but I definitely wanted to bring this to the table today and to discuss this Taking and this talk about it. SAGAFTRA.org. Yeah. Oh, like, say that one more time for the people in the back. SAGAFTRA.org. There you go. It's that simple, y'all. It's that simple. Um, All right. So we're going to go into the overdose. And this is where we discuss something that we are either overjoyed with or completely over it. And if you want to highlight two things, that's fine. One of each or two things of just one. Um, And it could be absolutely about anything. And I mean anything. Just hit us with anything. This is like your moment to get anything off your chest. Oh. um, Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the misuse of the word woke. Oh, oh, talk about it. Why, why, why is woke a bad thing? Like, I, and as a matter of fact, as far as like, when I hear my own say like, oh, you know, when they making the show woke, I'm like, and I get so pissed off. I'll be like, no, 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 mm. no. Do you even know what woke means as far as like being aware of what's going on in society, the black and brown people being aware as far as them being taken advantage of, being aware as far as like of things not happening, not equal equal opportunities happening for black and brown people. I'm like, when I hear as far as like, oh, just because, and the thing about it is they telling themselves when they actually, when, um, when they get mad at a woman being a lead or they see a, or they see somebody who's LBG, LBGTQ as far as like from that community, as far as like when they, when they're, when they're like a main, when they're like a supporting lead or a main lead, or if the story is focused on them, like they telling themselves with that. And I'm just like, like for, for instance, I'll give you an, um, Nick Offerman in the last of us, when he did the episode, when it was the same sex couple, number of people yeah. were pissed off about that. Do you know how many people were pissed off about that? And I was just like, you're telling on yourself, like, bro, like, if you played the game, 
You would know they hinted at that. They just went further with it in the show. And it was mm-hmm. one of the best damn episodes I've ever seen because it actually told the story of a human being, a human experience. Just a yeah. couple who loved each other from through thick and thin until the day they died. Yeah. yeah. What more do you want? Yeah. I think that Absolutely. was one of the best, the, some of the best work I've seen by Nick Offerman. I'm hoping he was an Emmy. For, well, I'm hoping he's either not, he's nominated for an Emmy for that. I think he is. Yeah. Or is he? I'm not sure. But um, but he did some damn good work with that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. You know, it's interesting. You brought that word to the table. Um, I think you're right. I think um, oftentimes, you know, and, and I've definitely been one who has, as a Latina, right, mm-hmm. as part of my community and, and as someone who definitely stands right with my fellow black and brown brothers and sisters right mm-hmm. i'm one that has done the whole you know repost the, the the black screen post and you know stand and all all of that right? right but i do feel that there is more ways to be quote unquote woke right, right. um without having to constantly amplify it where you see the opportunity to do so in conversation mm-hmm. um because you know a lot of people like to again talk and talk and talk thinking that they know what they're talking about mm-hmm. um and really you don't have to say much you could just show your many different ways of support in being woke um there is ways to do that and i have realize one thing and and this is in more areas than just one but especially in this area if you if you be quiet and you listen as someone who is trying to be intentionally and continue to be intentionally woke because there is so much that is going on right not just by race but also sexual preferences right and and sexuality right and things like that of that nature um you learn a lot more about who's really woke in these situations and who the fuck is not there are so many people that pick and choose not a battle but the benefit of the topics of conversation um there is actually recently there's been a whole debate that has come out um jess hilarious was involved um a, a trans trans woman i believe said something about menstrual cycles and women right and how you know um women don't own the menstrual cycle and and a bunch of women you know biological women came to the table and just you know i am a biological woman like you know menstrual cycle is for me and this and first and foremost and i'm totally gonna say this during this overdose i don't want to deal with any menstrual cycles ever again a day in my fucking life so why are we fighting over this like let it the fuck go but what the reason why i'm bringing this to the table is because the same people who claim to be so woke on equalness um, rights all across the board, right? Being fair to what the LGBTQAI plus, I believe, and I hope I said this correctly, yeah. um, what their experiences are, all of a sudden one comment is made and, and we want to battle over menstrual cycles. I, I, I don't understand. It's either you get it or you don't. Right. And, yeah, and, and we realize what's really important here. I could give two shits about a menstrual cycle. I care about this government deciding over my body. That's what I care about because Mother Nature is going to do its, its thing. And at one point, it's going to take its course. I care about people with gavels deciding what is going to happen with my body. How anyone else may feel, I always say, 
it depends on their experiences and and just how they feel in general right and and we have to be able to give a little bit of understanding to everyone's experiences we have to be able to be open to that um for the sake of conversation but again for the piece of understanding for sure um so you know for me it's kind of like there's this ongoing battle of who's a woman who's not who can own the menstrual cycle who cannot and and really we just want to make sure as a woman i speak for myself biologically okay cool um i just don't want anybody dictating over the rights my body should have Right. That's really what I care about. That's right. my wokeness in right. this moment. Right. How about that? Um, that? Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, I want to thank you for coming on today's episode to have this conversation with me and sharing an update um, as to where you are right now, um, just with life. Um, one thing I, I love that this journey has brought me is I've been able to maintain friendships all across the board with many people from Jesus Christ, how long ago? <laughs> and um, it's beautiful to see um, where dear friends of mine um, are able to come on as guests, but also share where their success is. And I want to congratulate you on where your success is at this very moment, regardless of what is going on in the world of the industry you are in. Um, damn sure should be proud of it. And I cannot wait to see what else is in store for you. And hopefully I can make it this time, the next time you are on a stage so that we can come out and support. And we would definitely amplify that here. Um, but I thank you so much for just coming on and having this very um, important conversation with me. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And could you tell my listeners where they could find you and support you? Um, what's the best social media platform to do so? Yeah. Um, if you want to, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at um, Chris Pole 21 is C-H-R-I-S-P-O-L-21 on IG. Or if you want to look yeah. at my website, it's chrispollard.org. Yes. Amen to that. He said he has a website. Y'all. I need to get my life together. I still haven't like done a whole website. It's, <laughs> it's disturbing. I know I, I surely do it. Um, but again, thank you so much for coming. All the information will be in the show notes. And as always, guys, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. I am your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Later. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.